0: Carmela, what is the most expensive wine in the world?
1: Hmm,
0: it's gotta be Burgundy? That's right. And what grape is red Burgundy wine made from?
1: Ooh, Pinot Noir.
0: That's right. So how about we go on a little search to see if we can find great Pinot Noir at a reasonable price?
1: <gasps> Sounds like a plan. Let's do it. Yay! Yay!
0: Hello, and welcome to the Wine Pair Podcast. I'm Joe, your sommelier of reasonably priced wine, and this is my wife, and my wine pairing partner in crime, Carmella.
1: Hi there.
0: And we are the Wine Pair. All right. A quick orientation for those of you who may be new to the podcast. In each episode, what we do is we learn about and we taste and we review three wines that are reasonably priced, which means under $20 and should be easy for you to find. And our goal is to have some fun, to learn about some new wines and talk about wines in a way that regular old people like us can understand.
1: Why does it have to be about
0: old? I didn't, I didn't mean it in a old, regular, old way. Old? It's just regular people, regular people. Oh, and funny. we are proud to say that we are officially recommended by the editors of DeCan. To a magazine who call us fun irreverent chatty and entertaining
1: oh my goodness and ladies
0: and gentlemen Carmela has fixed her hair and yes. is now ready for the yes. podcast even that's though you can't see her
1: right well i just figure you have to look good when you're on a podcast for
0: me for my for right. your pair it's like that's date right
1: night podcast
0: <laughs> okay Carmela. today we're going to talk about two of my very favorite things in the whole world and in fact me yes other than you and me and and, and two other things oh, and in fact okay. These things are sort of the germ behind the idea of what this whole wine pair podcast thing is in the first place. So so let me ask you this. Hmm. What's my favorite wine?
1: You love a Pinot Noir.
0: You're right. And what do I love most to find when I am looking for a Pinot Noir?
1: A reasonably priced Pinot Noir. Oh, my God. It's like she knows me. She didn't even read
0: the script. Okay. No. So, in wine parlance, that's a 10-cent word, Carmela, we call finding a diamond in the rough or a screaming deal where the experience of the wine far outweighs the cost of the wine, a wine with a great QPR. And what does QPR stand for? quality Mm
1: -hmm. price Mm -hmm. ratio.
0: You've got a quality-to-price ratio. You're
1: so smart. Oh, my goodness. Thank God.
0: So QPR is just a fancy name or a fancy shortening or whatever for something that I think most people do when they are shopping.
1: Why like am I they not like to do. on the spot today? I feel like I've on know, the spot.
0: But I don't I I didn't put you on the spot. Okay. So okay. in general, people love to find items that are high quality at a low price, don't you think? Yeah. Oh, poor.
1: Who doesn't like a bargain? Exactly. And that's like why a good bargain. A, a good, good a bargain, not a bad bargain. bargain.
0: Exactly. And that's why places like I think places like Costco are so popular. Mm-hmm.
1: But you know, I fine... went to Costco today.
0: You did. Did you buy me anything?
1: No. I, I got a wreath for our door.
0: Aretha? Aretha Franklin?
1: <laughs> yeah, she's coming over All for right, dinner, respect. too. No, I got a wreath, but I did. I missed you. I
0: oh, missed that's because that usually is our date spot.
1: Yeah. Mm, anyway, yeah. But anyway,
0: going back to this, that, finding that magic spot of, speaking of spots, that magic spot of high quality and low price can be real hard. And why do you think that is, Carmela?
1: Because it's just not easy to find, you know, something like that that's going to be reasonably priced. I think so. Especially when you're that's talking right. about the, you know, the most expensive You know, something rather, and then trying to find that at a reasonable price that's good—it's challenging. It's hard,
0: and I also think too we have kind of been—we are kind of conditioned to think that price is an indicator of quality, right? right? So, like, if something costs a lot, it must be really good, and if something doesn't cost as much, it might not be quite as good. Well,
1: and you sometimes say, "Buy cheap, buy twice." That's right, and I do say that,
0: and I do think there are some things that that some things are worth the price, and some things are just like we just get used to we think expensive things are better, mm, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why finding a wine with a great QPR or anything like a car or a shirt or a house or a great meal or something else we have to spend our money on mm-hmm. is so attractive and something that people- Satisfying. Yeah, and, and people, yeah, exactly. People seek it out. They mm-hmm. want to find it. And in fact, I think it is, it, both of us are kind of that way. I, some people may call us cheap or frugal, no, but I mean, I have trouble, you have trouble even buying like a shirt. Okay,
1: well, I struggle over like, <laughs> yeah, clothes. I do, and shoes. Like anything oh, over God. 20 bucks. Oh, God. It's like a struggle. Yeah, nope, it's a but- real struggle. But... Food. Food, no problem. Food, even wine. Yeah. You buy all no, that no, wine. But, our,
0: but no, but I don't but I don't think that's true because I think the concept of QPR, that quality to price ratio, is kind of the basic construct of our podcast. Like, I really love finding wines under $20 that you can right. find and are easy to drink. you don't, don't buy drink.
1: just one bottle. You no. will buy a whole case of that bottle of wine no, that's but, under $20.
0: No, true. But I don't like to spend a lot more than $20 per bottle if right. I can help it, right? And I think... Most of my collection, if you can call it that, it's more like a, a random grouping. Collection. Yes, yeah, uh, is is wine that is reasonably priced. Is why I call myself the sommelier of reasonably priced wine. Right, and it's not that I don't love expensive wines, but. Probably because the way I was raised, right? Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a sucker for a great wine at a low price. A great price. deal when
1: something's yeah. on special.
0: Yeah, and if and if I see a wine under twenty dollars, and I think it's, I'm going to buy it if do I think some, it's going to be. Do people
1: good. say special? Or they say, "Oh, it's on special." Like that's something your mom used to say yeah, instead on of like special. on sale. Like, I don't know. Oh, I got it on special. Yes. she'll say. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Do you and say I that?
0: All, no, I don't. But I also remember my aunt saying months end. Do you what? remember month's end?
1: Like a month's end deal? Yes. Like at <laughs> stores,
0: they would, at the end of the month, to clear out their inventory, huh. they would have yeah, month's I've, end. Yeah. And that was like a thing. Like <laughs> You didn't realize like, it was month
1: apostrophe S. No. You were like month's end. Month's like you just end.
0: end. <laughs> no, it's month's end. But no, but any, no, But the thing is, is that type of attitude is exactly why I am the way I am.
1: Well, right? for you sure. Know, it's we like, are don't, don't from buy anything mold, full though.
0: price if you can help it, right? right?
1: We're, we pretty much grew up in the same type of household.
0: Yeah, totally. Totally. But except in wine. So I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. Hmm. Uh, but hopefully this will be the first of many episodes on finding Pinot Noirs with a good QPR. Assuming this is an episode that people like, we'll find out. And because most of the times in this episode, too, we're going to be trying Pinot Noirs that we've never had before. Oh, that's so going to be
1: fun. Yeah, it's kind of
0: authentic. It's kind of dangerous. It could be that we find mm. a bunch that we really like. It could be fine that we, we find a bunch that are kind of crappy. Right.
1: And we're doing work for you, people. Yeah. We're like trying to you do a You can learn along the
0: way with us. Right.
1: You can be like, oh,
0: I didn't have to make that mistake. But
1: they however, made the mistake if for they, me. If we don't, I act as if I didn't know it. If They. <laughs> Who are them?
0: <laughs> Who are they? They.
1: No, but I'm just saying, if you don't prefer our taste, then you'll know. Hey, I should go out on the limb and just and try that because Joe didn't like it at so all so i'm gonna
0: love it yeah, our, and actually uh, talk about that in a little bit too oh, no you're sp- okay. totally spot on okay. so we'll talk about what we look for in a good qpr we'll talk about some c- criteria you might want to consider when regarding where a good pinot noir that has a good qpr might come from and we'll talk about and taste as we said three pinot noirs that we hope desperately hope that will have high qprs in a few minutes but first Carmela, our shameless plug that's right if you're enjoying our show so far and why wouldn't you be enjoying it? Right. Why don't you just go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or leave us a nice rating and review on our website or on the podcast service of choice. So people who like are, are looking around, they're like, hey, I need to find a new podcast. They'll go, right. what the hell? That looks like wow. a real good podcast. Oh, I don't know what? why I always use some weird accent when I do this. <laughs> okay. sure? Who are you ever I don't, I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> you can also follow us or, or reach out to us on Instagram at the Wine Pair Podcast or on Counter Social, which is our... Twitter My alternative. Goodness. What a name. Counter
1: social. I, I kind of like it. And you can also Kind of con- contrary.
0: Well, that's um, ho- that's kind
1: of why I like it. I figured.
0: Anyway, and then you, you can also contact us on our website, thewinepairpodcast.com. And as we do every week, we'll tell you someone we think you should tell about the Wine Pair Podcast. And this week, we want you to tell anyone who loves Pinot Noir or who loves a great deal? Likes
1: are great end. a great month A
0: month end. wants to go to month.
1: <laughs> do you remember month I do. I don't do you know actually, why. If I think I've I actually. Have distinct seen
0: distinct memories of my Aunt Agatha saying, We're going to month end. And I actually know, <laughs> I actually thought month was a place. A uh, store. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was like, Oh, no, we're going to month Where's month I've never heard of it.
1: I think they have it like on advertisements sometimes or like in yeah. coupon yeah. pages. Like they don't they do it anymore. Months. Why? Do they? How do you know? I don't know. Do they? Why not? There's still Schwe... ends to the month. Schwe...
0: You're right. No, so why not? Technically, my- there are still ends to every month. There's no month yet. So why- there has not. We have not run into a month yet that just keeps going on forever. True, see? Okay, let's get back to what is high QPR in a Pinot Noir. So what are the criteria for wine finding wines with a good QPR? And I do think that QPR is relative. Like QPR is relative. So for instance, in my mind, a quality price to ratio indicates that the product is not expensive. But mm-hmm. I think there can be times where the cost of the item is relative to the cost of other items in that category. For sure. Like what would an example be?
1: Well, I am mean, even like a coat or something, yeah. like a jacket, like or a house. nice house or a house. Right. Okay, a house isn't a cheap. Right.
0: Example. But like a good house that you can find at a lower price, you're going to love that. That's right. like QPR. But it's right. like hundreds of thousands of dollars for something. It's not like it's cheap.
1: No, no. Okay, so it's relative. It's usually. That's I a know. I know. I know. Big, I know. Big comparison yeah but and i like it
0: yeah so qpr isn't like an absolute it's not like hey it's this thing and even in wine that's true so like i think about like one person's qpr may not be another person's qpr i think about your dad
1: mm, right true like his quality price ratio is a lot higher yeah
0: i mean he could say oh this this barolo was 70 dollars, but it should have been a 100 and he'll be like that's an awesome deal right and me i'd be like
1: Seventy dollars?
0: I'll drink it, but I don't think I'm going to buy it because uh, I would feel bad, and then you would kill me. I think yeah, so. I,
1: no, I would. Well, <laughs> you wouldn't tell me probably either. I probably wouldn't. Then I'd see I the probably bill. Lie. I'd, I'd probably see the lie. statement right. Right. because I always do, and yeah. then I'd send you a picture and I'd say, "Hey, what is this all about?"
0: <laughs> yeah, and I, and I will deny it like that. Somebody must have stolen the credit card. I'd, no, let's put, let's put a fraud alert on that no. and get our money back. No, 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 I will admit it. Okay, but for the purposes, let's get back for the purposes of the podcast and the fact that one of our parameters is that the wine we taste and review is under $20. The QPR we are using does have an absolute value. So in this case, it's right. not relative. It's an absolute value. It has to be $20 or less, right? Mm-hmm. So, and again, this is kind of the concept we're of our whole- We're not making
1: any exceptions.
0: No, and it's kind of the concept of our podcast, right? right? Under $20. Right. It's kind of it's our, gotta our deal. It's
1: got right. to be we're, quality. We're rating things based on what we believe are quality.
0: Uh, under $20. Right. Exactly. So with that more or less settled, let's talk about what aspects would constitute a strong QPR for Pinot Noir or anything else at, at, other than price. So in other words, what are some things you could use as a judgment? Like you see this $20 or less wine, and what are some things you could use as a judgment to say, well, I think I might like this wine or it could have a good QPR? What's, what well, are a maybe few things?
1: ratings, <gasps> like somebody who's rating it that you believe oh in my- strongly.
0: Carmella, you are so good i'm telling you she did she fixed her hair but she did not
1: read the that, that's script why i okay. know because i fixed my hair you didn't read See, the show notes here if you, you know. bring it on if you come prepared you're right
0: you're right. Looking, it's the hair feeling
1: good you're right like, yeah. like
0: like cinderella no who is it uh who's the one with the hair
1: they all have hair no the one with the really <laughs> long hair let oh, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, Rapunzel. Okay, so I love Rapunzel. Yeah,
0: so let's talk about. He's Re- oh, God, we're getting that- just okay, off okay. on tangents. You tangent.
1: brought her up. I. D-
0: okay, so <laughs> anyway, there are a few reviewers that I think highly of, and so these are the ones that I tend to look for. I tend to look for Wine Spectator. I tend to look for Vinius or Antonio Galone. I look, I like Jancis Robinson. I usually like Decanter. Mm-hmm. And then there are some that I just don't. Like I almost use them as the opposite. So there's, we always bag on James Suckling, <gasps> mm, right? Jimmy. And I, 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 rather than going opposite, I kind of just ignore him. Because mm-hmm. I'm like everything he does is 90 points or more. But there is one Robert Parker at the Wine Advocate, mm-hmm. that I actively, if he likes something, I, I know I'm not going to like it.
1: That's not, so not because
0: his taste is wrong and my taste is right, but because we just have different tastes. So have
1: you like based basically- Basically, you've tried some wines that you people that you don't really or like you thought, oh, this is a reviewer that I see a lot. I'm going to try a couple of different wines that they've reviewed. And then you've just found that your taste is totally different.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think with Robert Parker, he has a really specific he loves really oaky wines Mm, and I don't love really oaky wines. And that's kind of his thing. And I also tend not to pay much attention to customer reviews because I just don't know. Who well, these I, people are. Yeah, you know, I don't know how to judge their taste. Mm-hmm. So with reviewers in wine, I can judge against their taste, which I think is valuable, which is what we hope you use uh, our podcast for. Mm-hmm. So and uh, what's another do you have another idea? Um
1: probably what other wines that winemaker
0: yeah, I think makes, exactly. I think know? a producer, if you can find a good producer and you trust that producer, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. may go back to them over and over again. So mm-hmm. I think like there are a couple of producers I haven't found any producers of Pinot Noir yet, maybe we'll find one today mm-hmm. where they make a good Pinot Noir under twenty dollars. I think that's super hard to find. I found some a little bit higher than that. So, like our friends at Compton Wine, I really like their Pinot Noir. Mm-hmm. Trimbach uh, makes a nice Pinot Noir for about twenty five bucks. There is a Pinot Noir from Burgundy called Domaine de la Danante uh, that you can find for any twenty under twenty bucks. It's pretty good. But I, in general, I think it's hard to do. But I think that's a really good one. <laughs> I think another one is regions, right?
1: Oh, sure.
0: So you know you. The classic, of course, as we said at the beginning, the classic Pinot region is is Burgundy, mm-hmm. and you can get entry level Burgundy, entry level Pinot Noirs from Burgundy that aren't technically called Burgundy, and that's that one I just mm-hmm. mentioned is is an example. So, but they can be pretty good quality. There's, as I mentioned, Alsace. Like there are areas in France. Like all sauces that make Pinot Noir that aren't in Burgundy that are good. Another one is Sancerre. Like we've had Sancerre Rouge. Mm -hmm, We mm -hmm. like that. It's not called Pinot. I mean, it's not called Burgundy. It's a Pinot Noir because it's not from Burgundy. Right. I think um, outside of France, I'm going to look for like more cooler climates. I don't love California Pinots unless they're like Santa Barbara area. I don't like Pinots from like Washington because the areas where wine grapes grow is super hot. Mm. So hot places, I I, I don't like Pinots from warm places because I think they tastes a little bit more like a cabernet
1: oh interesting it makes sense yeah Mm -hmm. and some
0: people swear by some people swear by willamette who's
1: all these people swearing
0: i don't know cussing and swearing i I don't know they're just bad people no Uh, in the willamette valley in oregon Mm. i don't know if i've had the right willamette valley wines like we we liked compton we like we've liked some but i don't know that i'm as i think i need to like I need to step it up a little and try some of the more expensive Willamette ah, and see what I think. Okay. And so I already mentioned, I mentioned another one like styles, like, or or places too. So I think, I think those are good. Like, those are some shortcuts I think you could use to say, wow, okay, if it's from this region and it's from this producer and it's from this area and it's in made in this style and the reviewer that I trust kind of likes it and it's under $20, I'm going to make a good bet that that has a good QPR. Mm.
1: I love it. That's beautiful. You helpful. love yes. You love me? I, I do love you.
0: Okay. So we're going to. I'm
1: professing my love aww, on the podcast. That's nice. And I she, did her,
0: she flipped her hair, I, too. I did not It's kind of sexy. She flipped her hair. That's <laughs> <laughs> weird. Okay. What? So we'll see if any of the three Pinot Noirs that we're going to taste today. I'm nervous. I will say I'm a little wow, nervous. Wow. I'm a little nervous don't about Do you not get them.
1: nervous? Because you know I'm why? I'm sweating. I'm you, sweating. Are you really? Oh, I'm oh, maybe you're sick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it could be a fever. <laughs> no. There's some crud going around. No. But what, what were you gonna say? But
1: I think because you're kind of you're kind of protective I, of the Pinot Noir. I am. Like you're just, I am
0: sensitive about it. Yeah.
1: I feel like you are a little bit like, oh, I just really want my my favorite to shine through.
0: No, it's true because it's like if it's bad, then people are like, "It's kind Pinot like Noir is not child. that good." It's exactly. Like you kids. want your child to act up,
1: right? Like right.
0: you're like, "Oh, you must be a because you you're like to shine that... all the time." Exactly because it's a mm-hmm. reflection on you. Like you're a good right, parent right, or a bad right. parent. Wait, if...
1: But wait a minute, you're not a, you're not a parent to the Pinot Noir. You didn't even make it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, how do you, but it is special to but me. But I do
1: think, yeah. That's why I'm saying just don't worry so that's much. Ridiculous. But <laughs> no, no. But yeah, I can tell you're nervous. You don't get nervous am, about I things am. like this.
0: I am. <laughs> I am. Okay. So we're going to talk a little bit. I don't know. We're going to talk a little bit about the Pinot Noirs that we chose. But again, any of this stuff that we've been talking about, you can find on our show notes. You just go to our website, thewinepairpodcast.com. You look for this episode. You look in the show notes and we have articles and links and all sorts of stuff. Because I don't make up all this stuff. You know, I look stuff up. No. Right. I'm going to look it up, club kind of. You
1: totally are. You're educated.
0: I am educated and Mm -hmm. I like to educate myself. And you know what? I was learning about lifelong learner. No, I was learning about that one of the ways to stave off dementia is oh my god, I forgot. No, no, I'm kidding. I was kidding. I That's, was a like, That's a joke. That's a joke. That's a total cow. joke. Come on. Wow. is learning You're stuff. worrying me. Now no, I'm no. nervous. No, I totally forgot. No, okay. Anyway. Learning so new
1: things. Challenging yourself.
0: Totally. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk about some of the high, we think, high QPR Pinot Noir that we chose for this episode. So again, all of the wines we're tasting and reviewing today, they definitely fall into the basic parameters of our podcast. They're all under $20. In fact, they're all under $17. How about My that? Even goodness. better. And okay. We, and we bought all of them on Wine.com so they should be reasonably easy to find and then all of the wines we're trying today also come from California California oh, so wow. that's kind of interesting so mm-hmm. that's why I'm a little bit nervous because sometimes you I'm were like, just saying yeah I don't like California Pinot. so we're going to see okay. uh, but you should be able to find these I think if you're in California you should be able to find them but I know you can find them on wine.com and then one of our One of the things that you can use to judge a QPR is rating. So I'll also say that all of these wines have at least a 90 rating from what I would consider at least somewhat reputable sources. Even even if you don't necessarily agree with them, a 90 rating or more is pretty good. So they all have a 90 rating from either wine enthusiasts and or decanter. So, you know, again... That somebody mm-hmm. with some taste and and has a job doing so this. So you as did
1: your you, what you were explaining as being your like criteria. Mm-hmm. You use that. I
0: tried to yes, yeah. I tried okay. to use that today. I love that. I did. Mm-hmm. I did except for the the. I did look this, for some cooler, yeah, I did look for some cooler climate wines, but mm-hmm. uh, there are some, oh, we'll talk about it in a second. There's one here that I'm I'm very nervous about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the first wine we're going to try is actually the most expensive one. It's called District 7 Pinot Noir, and it's from Monterey in the central coast of California. And this one received a 90 from both Wine Enthusiast and Decanter. Um, and so the wine, this wine is from an area we've driven through many times, Carmela. Oh. Called the Salinas Valley oh, in California. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So on the way to San Luis Obispo, San Luis Obispo, mm-hmm. uh, I always thought it was Louis until we got down there, and they're like, "No, right. oh, it's San Luis Obispo." We were saying
1: everything wrong when we got down there.
0: Yeah, and they do. It's true. Everything we said was mm-hmm. wrong. We always wanted to make it Italian accent, and it's, and it's wrong. Mm-hmm. But uh, they comment in their description that the wine area is known for cool, windy, and foggy conditions. Ah. So that could be a good place to grow some Pinot. Mm-hmm. And Decanter says this wine. Over delivers for the price.
1: Wow. We love over delivery.
0: For the price. For the price. That's right. Right. So that feels just right for us. And wine enthusiasts chose it as an editor's choice. Ah. So look, if there's a wine that should be a high QPR... For a Pinot Noir, this one better be. I hope so. That's Crossing why we're starting fingers. out with that one. So maybe we can hit a winner right off the bat. Woo. Now the second one is the one I'm a little worried about. So we're gonna give it a shot. It's called McManus Family Vineyards Pinot Noir, and it's from Lodi, California, mm-hmm. and that's a little bit warmer area of, of California than this than you know than I would probably prefer. Now, wine enthusiasts did give it a ninety point rating and called it a best buy, mm. and it's only twelve dollars and ninety nine cents. My goodness. So. Uh, and if there's a wine for potential for a great QPR, right, this one could be it. Right,
1: let's hope. But um,
0: I am worried of, about it for a few reasons. First, because the only review is Wine Enthusiast, which I don't always love Wine Enthusiast reviews. The second, it's from an area of California, as I mentioned, that's not totally a cool climate. It's also not 100% Pinot Noir. They say that there's a little tiny, <laughs> teeny bit of Petit Syrah. Oh,
1: so that makes me a little
0: bit nervous. <laughs> uh, and then it's a 2021, so it's probably too young. Okay. And then wine enthusiast describes the wine this way, warm, generous, rounded, and full-bodied. Which is weird because like pinots are mm. not supposed to be full-bodied. Right. Warm to me has a sense of like maybe it's hot, like too alcoholic. Hmm. Maybe it's, I don't know. So we're going to find out. We're not going to prejudge. Okay, right. That's you not can't. what we do. We don't prejudge. No. We post-judge.
1: Exactly. we taste and then we judge exactly that's what you're supposed yeah, to do you're not right? supposed to be judgy no until you get to judge
0: and then you can be judgy
1: right because then you give a rating and that's it
0: then that's your judgment right but don't judge before no because how do you know
1: can't you know you, you can't, can't tell a, a book by its cover and
0: you can't judge a look by the lover
1: wow i don't know what that <laughs> i never that's, heard that th- yeah
0: it's from stevie wonder oh okay anyway wait the,
1: have i heard that mm-hmm. from what song
0: i i can't you're putting me on the spot I'm really I'm sorry. nervous. I'm really nervous.
1: Okay, well, see how I feel? now I did that on purpose. So you know.
0: <laughs> on porpoise. On okay, Here we go.
1: Excuse me. So the Porpus. last.
0: No. The, okay, the last wine <laughs> we were trying is. That was a, the worst. I don't Porpus. even know. That was the worst attempt at a porpoise ever.
1: What does a I, porpoise even sound like? You know, like
0: flipper. I know it was oh, a dolphin, but he, they're kind of the same yeah, thing. I, think.
1: I love They're flipper. close. They're close. I okay. want a
0: dolphin. <laughs> Can we just talk about the wine here? Yeah, you did want a dolphin, but we're not going to talk about that. But if you could have found a dolphin for a low price, that would have been a oh, huge QPR. I just had a little dolphin. You wanted. Yes,
1: I just needed a little that would fit in my. You
0: thought you could fit in your or,
1: bathtub or yeah. hot a hot tub?
0: Really unhappy dolphin. Yeah. Okay, the last wine is called the Pinot Project Pinot Noir, which is a good alliteration. Mm-hmm. It's also from California, and yes, it's from California. Like it's sourced from Sonoma County, Monterey County, Central Coast vineyards. So there's some potentially like cooler temp air. Curious, but I always get a little bit nervous about wines where their grapes are from all over the place, mm-hmm. but it could be
1: good. We're going to find out. Anything Why- that's a project, too, I feel like it's sort of still in the <laughs> You're working making. on it. Yeah. I'm working on it. So, it's a project. Yeah. Hmm, I'm yeah. not sure.
0: <laughs> we not might get it right, name. and then we'll stop, yeah. we'll stop calling it a project, <laughs> and we'll call it a product. Okay, so anyway, both the Wine Enthusiast and James Suckling oh, oh boy, gave the ball 2020 ball. that we tasted a 90. Mm. But again, Suckling, I'm just going to take with a grain of salt. Because he gives everything a 90, and we'll see. Sure enough,
1: he gave it a 90, huh?
0: Yeah, no surprise there. Uh Here's the other thing that I found interesting. Both Wine Enthusiast and James Suckling gave it a 90, but listen to what they say in their descriptions. Wine Enthusiast says, classic red and black cherries along with light cinnamon nuances. Okay? Okay. James Suckling said,
1: herbs, strawberries,
0: and hibiscus.
1: What I know, they don't even sound like they, they are drinking, the same wine. I would say they must not have been drinking the same wine. So
0: we're going to find out if we taste any if of we these agree flavors, with one or the other.
1: We'll Sucky see. Sucky James mm-hmm. or wine
0: enthusiastic, and we'll see. Wow. Uh, and but this has a potential to be a good QPR because it's also twelve ninety nine. So okay. And then uh, this winery too. I'll just say the Pinot Project. It's been written up in places like Forbes, the New York Times, and Wine Spectator as a good bargain. So we'll see. Hmm. Bargain again doesn't always mean good it True may mean room. a good price but we're going to find out okay and this is also a wine that evidently does okay chilled and pinot noir is a wine that you can serve you should serve at like cellar temperature mm-hmm. it shouldn't be really warm i mean room temperature but you can also serve it at slightly chilled and it comes these guys sell their wine in kegs and cans too
1: Wow, so that means they don't I take like themselves that.
0: too seriously and i, I do like that mm-hmm. so okay what do you say? We've done a lot of jibber-jabbering. Should we get down to tasting some Pinot Noir? Because you and I have had a long week, and we both need some wine.
1: Woo! All I'm right. in. I'm Let's ready. Now All I'm, right. like, pumped.
0: All <laughs> right. Let's, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back.
1: All right. All right.
0: Okay, we are back, and we're ready to try our first wine. So this first wine, again, is the District 7 Pinot Noir. It's from California, the uh, Monterey area in the Central Coast. The producer is District 7. This is a 2020, so, so a little young, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. $16.99 at wine.com. It's 13.5% alcohol. It's 100% Pinot Noir, and it got a 90 from decanter and wine enthusiast and was an editor's choice. And? So, and?
1: It's a screw top.
0: A screw top. We like those a lot. Okay, mm-hmm. what are you smelling? Let's see. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's got kind of that cherry and raspberry. Yeah, it's got some smoke, but I can mm-hmm. smell the cherry or the rat, like the light cherry or the raspberry. Mm-hmm. Like tart fruit. It does have a little smoke. I always think, too, like Pinot Noir can often have kind of an earthy kind yes. of smell. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like dirt, like clay. Mm-hmm. I think it can have kind of a clay kind of smell to mm-hmm.
1: it. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Yeah, no, I like it. I can kind of get that raspberry. I can get behind that. It's definitely, yeah. Like, like, a,
0: a, like a sour cherry too? Yeah, a little like bit. I always, a little
1: more tart than, uh, yeah. you know, it's definitely, it's almost, um, you can, I mean, it smells like a Pinot.
0: Mm-hmm. It does. Right
1: away. Like it doesn't, it doesn't have that big, it's not super intense. Feels a little lighter.
0: I will say though, it's a little darker for a Pinot. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel mm-hmm. like in the glass, it's a little purpley.
1: It is a little purpley. It's very pretty. Yeah, it's pretty. Pinots are always so pretty. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. This one is a little dark though. Okay, let's let's taste it. Ooh. Mmm. It's very tart.
1: Yeah. It's good. I kinda like it. Yeah, it's very I like the tart. tart. I'm gonna have to see.
0: It's very tart cherry tasting. I think it's a little young. Young. Yeah. I think it for needs sure. some time.
1: It's kind of thin.
0: Yeah, but Pinot's can be that way and that's okay. Right. But it just it's mm. like it hasn't quite opened up. And we also I said this before we went on. I should have opened these up, actually. Mm. I should have let them decant a little bit. Not even decant. Just let them breathe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this probably needs a little bit of time out of the bottle, too, especially since it's so young. But what else are you tasting?
1: Um, I'm getting that that tart cherry for sure. I'm getting a little wood or something on it. Um, A little bit of tar, even. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, there's something in there. There's a little rose. I'm getting a little bit of yeah. rose, like rose petal.
1: That little something earthy, like you're saying, even in the taste. Earthy. There is mm-hmm. some earthiness.
0: Mm-hmm. It's got that sour cherry mm-hmm. or, or like a like a sour cherry tart raspberry. It's got a little bit of that flavor nice, to it. It's nice,
1: though. What, do you, what would you eat with this?
0: Oh, I mean, this could go with a lot of stuff. I, I could see with steak. I could see it with... Mm. like a cheeseburger mm-hmm. i could see it with a lot a lot of things pasta i could see it with a like a, a red sauce pizza be good pizza this would
1: hold up well with a lot of different cuisines i yeah. think too roast yeah but mm-hmm. i also think
0: like Pinot's a good like bird like you know turkey or chicken right wine too right. Mm-hmm. i think it's pleasant it's got nice think? acidity it's it's pretty good mm-hmm. i think i should have opened it sooner
1: hmm well the other two will get that advantage
0: but this is the thing that always—it's mm, nice. This is the thing I always like about Pinots: is they're not heavy; they're right, not—they don't smack you in the face. They're—they're mm-hmm. they're more subtle. They're a little bit like more complex in their flavors. They kind of like change and taste a little bit over time. I just feel sometimes like when you get a California Cabernet, it's like blam. Well,
1: and I think too these wines. Add balance, like they're mm-hmm. not like countering anything. That's what I like about them too. When you when you first introduced me to Pinot Noir, it was I was a little nervous because I'm not a big red wine mm-hmm. drinker just on a daily basis. And but yeah, it was exactly what you're saying. It's very drinkable. It's um it's got body, but it's not overpowering. It's
0: not punching you, no. and it's clean. It cleans off the tongue. It would go right. really well with food. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a nice wine. What uh, what rating would you give this wine, Carmelita?
1: Well, I, you know, I think, I think I'm going to give it, you know, I I think I would, I would definitely have a glass of wine. I buy a glass of wine. I'm going to give it a seven.
0: Okay. Right now I'm giving it a seven as well. I like it. I'm really irritated with myself that I think I should have opened it a while ago and let it breathe a little Hmm. bit, but it's nice and it's got, it's got a really nice, Clean Pinot Noir kind of flavor to it. That little cherry tart. And it's nice. It's super pleasant. $16.99. Wow. It's super pleasant. Like it's a nice wine. Okay. We're going to take a little break. And oh, I should have mentioned this. I didn't mention this about our wine rating system. So again, what we do is we rate wines. I know. I'm sorry. We we rate wines on a scale of one to ten. Seven and above means we're gonna buy it. Four and below means we're gonna pour it down the sink and be in between five and six. Hey. we're, we will drink it probably right. but we might look for something else right.
1: no this is definitely a, a good. It. we're gonna seven. buy it mm-hmm.
0: so QPR so far good good QPR Agree. on this one Agree. so now we're gonna take a break and we're gonna try our next wine and see if it has a good QPR All right. as well alright we'll be right back Okay, we are back, and we are ready to try our next Pinot Noir, and hopefully one with a high QPR. This is the McManus Family Vineyards Pinot Noir. It's from Lodi, California. The producer is McManus Family Vineyards. This is a 2021, so it's pretty young, but only $12.99, 13.5% alcohol. And again, this is Pinot Noir plus a small amount of Petite Syrah. And again, wine enthusiasts gave this a 90 and called it a Best Buy. Carmela, what are you smelling?
1: Well, it's very different than the first one. And it doesn't really strike me as smelling like a pinot.
0: It doesn't, and I'm hmm. like, I don't think you it think has it's a. It's getting a little
1: better though. I don't You're... think
0: it has a super pleasant smell. I'm hmm. kind of like getting a kind of a gluey, ah. like kind of a, I don't know. Yeah. And also, it like a little
1: alcoholic.
0: Alcoholic. It You know, it smells a little perfumey.
1: Yeah, there like is a little something bit of perfume, per- like kind of like cheap perfume, cheap perfume, or mm-hmm. something. Because at first I was thinking maybe floral, but I don't floral. think floral. I think but it's...
0: That's cheap perfume floral. Yeah, you know maybe what I mean?
1: dried flowers, like something dried. Dried
0: flowers is good. Actually, dried flowers is good. You know what it almost smells to me like a little hmm. bit? Like frosting. Like a flavored frosting.
1: It definitely has an artificial mm-hmm. smell on it. Something kind of artificial. Like a color, like a food-colored frosting. Oh,
0: I, I, I got it now. What? A what? crayon. It smells like a crayon oh, weird. to me.
1: It's a little... Yeah, a little it's got wax. Got a crayon.
0: It? Yeah, it smells like a crayon hmm. to me, like mm-hmm. a orange. Like if crayons had flavors, smells, it would smell like a like a berry or flower. Is it crayon. a blue
1: flavored one or a green flavored?
0: No, it's red. It's red <laughs> flavored. This is a pretty. It's kind of pretty color. Okay, let's try nice it because I'm very curious okay. to see what it tastes like. Mm, it tastes better than it smells. Yeah,
1: it's sweet.
0: It's real sweet. It's got like a sweet, sque- sweet like um. Not frosting anymore. Like a anymore. pixie stick. Of yeah, sweet. it's very sugary tasting. Yeah. Um, like a like a strawberry, like a strawberry starburst or a strawberry yeah. candy.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's so strange or a that red, there's like not a
0: red starburst. Added Maybe it's not fruit. strawberry. I mean, Maybe added a, fruit.
1: Does I mean it seems like there's like added sugars to this. Something mm-hmm. artificial about it. But it's not terrible.
0: It's, it's not. Just but you're right. It's it strikes me as very sweet, and it doesn't have a lot of depth to it. No. It's kind of like not a Not very one... complex at all. No, it's not. Again, it's pretty young. We didn't open it up.
1: And this is the one that, this is a 2020.
0: This is a, no, twenty twenty one.
1: Oh, you I'm were not, saying you thought this was going to be
0: going to be too young and a little bit, but it's not like uh, they described it. Uh, some some were describing, it, I think, as warm or something. Mm. Uh-huh. Mm. Oh, it's particularly warm. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You're kind of <laughs> cool. I don't know. It's okay. It's okay. What yeah. would you eat? Would you eat anything with this wine?
1: Well, you know, I think a lot of the same foods. I think, but I don't think it's going to give you the same balance as that you that. I like in a pinot Yeah Where it's not overpowering Mm -hmm. I think this is I probably get Kind of tired of it After
0: But what would you eat with
1: it I don't know That's what I'm trying to I'm trying to stall honey Give me some time here No Again, I think you could do, like, for whatever reason, what's popping in my head is some sort of, like, chicken sandwich. Hmm. That's
0: good. Like something good. bready that's with
1: good. it. Something, like...
0: Like a toasted chicken, grilled yeah. chicken sandwich or, or like, something. Or a
1: panini, some I, sort of ooh, panini. panini's good. Yeah, with Cheesy
0: panini right. Cuban sandwich, something ooh, like that. yeah. yeah I, I think could, you see could see that. Something,
1: For some reason, I kind of thinking you would need some bread with it. But with, with cheese.
0: It. I think cheese. Of I think course. bread and cheese. Yeah. I mean, who
1: doesn't want bread and cheese? I don't. Well, some people don't. But um, I... I I'm with you. Yeah. I think this is a
0: sandwich. You could do pizza. Pizza would do fine. I think grilled foods too. Like -hmm. like they have to be, you know, like grilled vegetables and that kind of stuff. It's an okay wine. Like I'm not, I'm not bagging. You know, it's kind of tasting to me like too. Licorice. It's got a licorice taste. it
1: does. Again, it's all this kind of artificially flavored. Like a Red Vines.
0: This is more like a Red Vines than a Twizzler. It doesn't
1: feel very pure. Like the...
0: Oh boy! She <laughs> left her phone on the table, and somebody texted her. Now she's gonna look oh, at the text. Oh, it's my
1: son. Okay, stop. <laughs> this
0: is what drives me crazy. Put it away. I'm Put sorry. it away. Okay. No, what were you gonna say? I sweet. don't remember. Licorice. It's, a, it's like, oh no! Me. I'm
1: just saying you're so sweet, honey. But really, it just it's not doesn't feel very natural. Oh
0: yeah, and they did add the petite Syrah to it, which to me is like, did you really need to do that?
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: I almost said that, but I couldn't quite spit it out. Yeah. Anyway.
1: What? what yeah. Uh, what are you getting? What kind of rating?
0: Mm, this one, I'm like battling to give it more than a five. L- what do you think?
1: Well, the thing is, is that I think I'd finish it. Yeah. I'm not. It's not some of those wines that it's not offensive. It's not. It's just this like a little underwhelming.
0: You know what I'm feeling like? What? Exactly what we talked about. I want it to be great.
1: I know. And it's just
0: merely good.
1: And you're probably sad to call it a Pinot. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of like over
0: judging it. Mm-hmm. I'm being too judgmental.
1: Yeah, well... I'm overjudging. No, but at least you're judging. You're mm-hmm. a little critical sometimes. Yeah, but I am. What, least what rating are you going to Okay, do? okay. I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it a...
0: Six. You know what? I changed my mind. I'm giving it a six because you know what? I felt a little bad. It's like I was overgrading it. It's like, you know, your big brother was real smart. And so you should be too. So the fact that you're not quite wow. as smart means I can't give you an A. But you know I, what? That's not fair. You got to look at the Because you individual. need to judge it exactly. Gotta, yeah. Judge it by what it is. I agree. And it's not bad. It's not bad. No. It's not bad. No. I just don't, if I were to choose to buy a Pinot, I don't think I would buy this one.
1: No. I would I've drink
0: been... it. If somebody said, hey, we've got this Pinot and you want to drink it, I'd be like, yeah, let's drink it. Let's right. drink it down. I'm happy happy to drink this sucker.
1: Wow. Okay, no, I, now the added... Good. Good yeah, job. Good yeah. job. Changing that frown upside down. Wait, is that how it goes? Turning, Turning that, that your frown brown upside down. down. Which
0: is actually a really hard thing to do because I can't stand on my head. I want to see that.
1: Can you do that for no, me? No, I said I can't stand on my head. <laughs> I would love to see you stand on my no, head.
0: No, you wouldn't because I would have to go to the hospital <laughs> no. after failing. No. I would like blam on my no. head on the ground. No, you wouldn't. I never even... Like, <laughs> What? I don't know what. what. kind of headstand are you doing? I, I, I Trust <laughs> me, I would be damaged. Okay. Some damage okay, would don't. happen.
1: Then don't do it. Just... I'm going to do it. No. I'm doing it. Ah, help. Help.
0: help. help. Well, I'm not doing it. Podcast that. is That's over. A, okay, here we go. We're going to take a break, and we're going to try our last wine and see what we think. Okay. All right. Okay, we are back, and we are ready to try our last Pinot Noir. This one is called The Pinot Project Pinot Noir. And unlike the last two, this is not a screw cap. This has a real cork to it. Wow, it's fancy. Yeah, so this is from California, but it's from all over California. Monterey, uh, Central Coast, and the North Coast. The producer is Skernick Wines and Spirits, which sounds like a terrible name Mm -hmm. for a wine, but that's okay, or or Wines and spirit uh, Creator. This is a 2020, so a little bit uh, older. $12.99, so same price as the last one. Uh got it at wine.com. It's like all the other ones. It's 13.5% alcohol. It's 100 percent Pinot Noir. And again, this one got a 90 from Wine Enthusiast and a 90 from James Sakalinga. So um, oh, boy. that's how that's how his mom calls him. I don't know what that's <laughs> what? what are you smelling? What are you smelling?
1: Okay. So it reminds me of the first one definitely more. Um I'm getting some cherry.
0: Yeah. This one reminds me of the first one, but it's sweeter smelling. That the first one was tartar. Hmm. Tart had more of a tart, not tart, tartar sauce, sauce. no, but more of a tart smell. This one has a sweet smell. Hmm. But you're right, different than, the middle one had a different smell, but I'm also getting flowers on this one. Like Mm -hmm, I'm getting some mm -hmm. rose petal on this one. It's nice. It's got less wood than the first one. Yes,
1: I would agree with that for sure. I'm trying to, but there's something of, oh, cheers, there's something I'm trying to get. A little
0: spice on it, a little pepper, a little spice on it. Maybe even a tad bit of like sweet tobacco.
1: Yeah, maybe it's the spice. Maybe I think there's, there's some... a little
0: little tobacco on it.
1: Okay, like a little little pipe tobacco. I don't know. There's something I'm trying to. Maybe it is. Maybe that I think the spices is what I'm getting. Some baking
0: spices. Like what? Like what baking spice? Well, a cinnamon. A little cinnamon, maybe. Little cinnamon. Maybe a little paprika too, or something.
1: Maybe a little hot spice. Sure, a little bit spicier spice. Um, but sporty spice. Maybe a little bit of <laughs> a little bit of allspice. Oh. All spice, is all the spices. No. No, it's not. It reminds me of kind of a fall wine. Mm,
0: okay, but it's nice. It's got a really yeah. nice smell. It does have kind of flowery. I'm getting flowery too. Mm, Let's okay. taste it and okay. see what
1: we think. It's nice. Ooh. It's tart. It is tart. It's, it's
0: more tart than the smell is.
1: Right, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. And it's actually a little um, like bolder than a pinot or something. Mm. I feel like it's a little bit robust. Hmm. Do you think
0: I'm not sure what you mean?
1: Well, it just is, well, it's it reminds me a little bit more of a Cabernet.
0: Well, I will say this: I am noticing this. It has more of a body,
1: maybe that to sense. it
0: than Pinot's usually it doesn't have.
1: taste oaky. Like it, there's no, no wood. Doesn't, but it just kind of is like
0: it, it's a little more body, a little yeah. more tannic, maybe mm-hmm. than a maybe than than, mm-hmm. than a Pinot Noir usually is. It's nice. It's very pleasant. It like is it's very enjoyable nice. to drink. It's mm-hmm. super it's smooth. Tart. It's tart, but it's very smooth. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what else.
1: Yeah, it's nice, and it's very pretty, and it's dark. It's actually quite dark. Mm. Darker? Do you not think so? you think it looks like a Pinot?
0: I think it's the lightest of the three.
1: Oh, for I sure. don't know about that. No, really? for sure. Hmm. It's not as... I feel, I feel like it's darker than a normal Pinot, though. Do you think?
0: Mm, no, I think it's kind of... Got, we're disagreeing, Uh-oh. ladies and gentlemen. I think it's pretty classic Pinot hmm. looking. It's pretty. Pretty, you're pretty. Okay, hey, uh, what would you eat with this vino rosso?
1: Um, I could do a nice bowl of bolognese. Mm. I feel like something like this could stand up to something like that, and um, would be delicious. It'd be very complimentary. Oh, what do you Chili. think? Like, oh. you
0: know, you kind of made that chili last night with the lentils. turkey meat and lentils. Yeah. Oh we, are, we are nerds. We're
1: on like But the it program. was good. We're on the program would, over here.
0: We are on the program. <laughs> Trust me, I need to be on the program no. if you know what the program is. If you don't know what the program is, you don't need to be on the program. But if you know what the program is, you know that I need to be on the program. No. You've seen pictures of me? Anyway, No, that's why we don't do a video podcast. What are you anyway,
1: talking about? my hair remember they would
0: look at you the me they'd be like oh bruto anyway (laughs) okay so uh no i yeah i think so uh, we we all know that you married me (laughs) that doesn't that has no bearing on anything other than you have no taste okay so let's keep going here uh i'm with you though i think you could go with roasts. I think. I think it is. I think you're right. I think it has more body, more like
1: it can stand up to it's bigger. more. Yeah, it's exactly. Bigger than the you're going to want to have food with this. Yeah.
0: I, so in this way, I totally agree with you. I think if you're more of like a cab fan, mm-hmm. I think you would like this Pinot better mm-hmm. than the first one because the first one to me is more of a classic Pinot, right? Where it's like a little bit thinner, a little bit more austere, a little bit like more like fine, right? And this is a little bit bigger. It's. I think if you are. Uh, yeah, if you're, if you're a,
1: wanting that... If you want and a bigger just, red wine... Right, and that's the options are like the the Pinot and then, you know, something else that I don't even know, like a white wine. You're going to go for this Pinot.
0: I think that's a really good call. I think that's a really good call. Yeah. I, I could see this with like steaks and burgers and like oh, red for meat. For sure, for
1: sure. But I like the idea. Of, I like what you said about like the ro- a roast mm-hmm. or i mean, yeah. thinking that's why it kind Tacos. of feels fall to me. It could talk... Yeah, a taco would be good, or but something in a slow cooker too, something, mm. um, you know, anything that you, like a roast would be good in a slow cooker. I think you already said that, and I'll just say it again. A roast would be
0: good.
1: Keep saying it. It'll get better. <laughs> okay, so what about that roast? Oh, that's a great huh? idea. How about in a
0: slow cooker? <laughs> yeah. Okay, or so- Or Dutch much, oven. Don't or, say Dutch oven. Why? Because people would just think- I love a good Dutch oven. (laughs)
1: What's wrong? I don't know. What's wrong with the Dutch oven? Oh,
0: God, look it up. Urban Dictionary Dutch oven. Really? Oh, God. Anyway. I
1: always put my foot in my mouth. No, that's
0: just your... Anyway, forget it. All right. Did I say something dirty? You did and you didn't know it. It's not really dirty. It's just... Anyway, can we just... What rating would you give this wine?
1: God. You know what? Our youngest would just be... (laughs) Rocking up at me right
0: now. You'd be like, Mom. <laughs> yes. Okay. So
1: what okay. rating are you going to give it? I'm going to give it a seven.
0: Okay. I am too. I like it. You know what's funny is it is like, I think you nailed it. It's different than the first one. I retried the, I just poured it again just because I wanted to try it. The mm-hmm. first one is kind of to me a classic Pinot, very cherry, very raspberry, real like. Real, fr- like, tart fruit smoother, up front. Easy, smooth, yeah. easy to drink. This one's a little richer. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. I
1: think so. So I think you nailed it. So what did that change after it was sat out for a little while? Not
0: really. Uh, I'm kind of sticking open. both with a 7. So okay. I think, you know, so my opinion about it is, I think they're both, I think the first and the second, so the Pinot Project and the District 7- Good wait, Q- wait, wait,
1: wait, wait. Pinot Project and the District 7. Yeah. yeah. Not the middle
0: one. Not, not the th- middle one. I, the middle one I would drink. I just don't think it's... To me, it doesn't have a great QPR. Right. These two have it's a good not QPR. not a good
1: representation of Pinot either. No.
0: These two have a good QPR. And I would say just because the last one, the Pinot Project, was twelve ninety nine, I think Holy it's a good... Cow. That's a good QPR. And yeah. you know, you serve that to friends or at a dinner party or something. People are going to enjoy that yeah, wine. Yeah,
1: for sure. But I do think the District 7 is a little more traditional yeah. Pinot. Like if you're for looking...
0: My ta- so so this like if you were gonna finish one, which one are you finishing?
1: I would. I'm going with the district set. That's
0: me too, because yeah. it's more of a kind of a classic. Fight, 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 fight. No, no, no. We're not gonna fight over because I'm gonna win. No, oh, but oh, I do wow. again. Like I, I'll just say I'll repeat myself, like I do every episode, but. I think the Pinot Project is a really good choice for more of a general. Like, if you have people who are like, I'm not sure I like Pinot. Right. Give them, give them that.
1: True. And like it. True. Yeah. That's a good point. Like some people who are like, Oh, I don't really want Pinot. Yeah. That it's a good uh, compromise.
0: Totally. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's talk about taste profiles that we would expect from a Pinot. A classic Pinot: cherry, raspberry, clove. You were getting the spices, mm-hmm. mushroom. Remember, I said like earthy Earth. uh-huh. and vanilla. In France, you would have mushroom, cranberry, plum soft, pastille candy, which is a gummy candy, and hibiscus. Wow, you would funny. get hibiscus. Uh-huh. A central coast will often have raspberry sauce, plum, gun smoke, vanilla, allspice. Mm. Wow, Carmela. Yeah. And cooler climates of tart red fruit, warmer climates like blackberry, black cherry, black currant. I don't think we got any of those. I don't think we got the warmer climate, we even the low get, dye we one. We didn't get really
1: more tart than like a, a dark black cherry.
0: Yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. So here's what Decanter said about the District Seven: fresh red fruit scent with herbal notes, uh, ripe strawberry on the palate. Mm. Uh, wine ex- enthusiast said crushed slate, strawberry, and bay leaf aromas, mm. warmed by sandalwood and dried cherry, baked cranberry, and orange rind flavors. I, those are weird. Mm. I don't. Okay, McManus. Orange m- rind. Yeah, weird. Interesting. McManus mm-hmm. wine enthusiast said mold plums, cherries, and subtle vanilla and cinnamon notes. That was the one you were getting a lot of spice on, wasn't it? The
1: McManus? It? Was
0: that right? No, no I which think one? more on
1: the third one. I was getting kind of dried flowers with that Yeah, McManus. you're
0: right. We did get that. And then the Pinot Project Forbes says pomegranate and baking spice. Okay. Dark cherry, blackberry, and five spice.
1: Oh, so actually that paprika would fall into that five spice.
0: No, five spice is more like a Chinese spice.
1: Oh, no paprika in
0: No, it? I don't think so. Oh. I don't think so.
1: Hmm. Um, I know what you're talking about.
0: Wine Enthusiast says classic red and black cherries, light cinnamon nuances.
1: Okay. Yeah. You're saying cinnamon.
0: Yeah. And James Asakaling said fresh herbs, strawberry and hibiscus. Like, what the hell is he talking about? I
1: don't know. Anyway,
0: so I think uh, good, like, fun. First of all, Super really good. fun. I think we found some good QPR. I don't, we're going to do this again, as long as people, you know, out there in listening land, you let us know, was this worth your time? Do you think we should do this again? I think it's really fun, because I think it's I fun to- love- it. Yeah, to try and find wines that you like that aren't high-priced. Like, this is great, and I love Pinot. Mm-hmm. So this is a great opportunity to just try some different wines. I
1: love but it. And I just feel like this was a success. I mean, they these totally. are some solid wines totally. at a great price. Yeah, like, price. You can't, but, okay. Oh, my God, can I not talk oh, tonight? And why are you imitating everything I say wrong? I didn't. I, huh? didn't huh? I didn't know. No, but really, it's a good idea to try these wines. That's what I you think you have it's to a, do. A, But I also think for people, like there's two out of three that I would definitely say. Definitely buy Go for it.
0: Yep, exactly. Mm. All right. Well, we want to thank you very much for listening to us. We are The Wine Pair Podcast. And while you're thinking about it, why don't you subscribe? And maybe give us a nice rating and review, too. We Mm. would really appreciate it. And we'd love to hear from you. Like we said, we'd love to know, do you like this episode? Should we do something like it, something different, more of it? Um, You can reach out to us on our website, thewinepairpodcast.com. You can email us at joe at thewinepairpodcast.com. You can follow us on Instagram instagram not instagram that's your instagram ma uh and you can noir. follow us on counter social which is our twitter alternative of choice and you can dm us or reach out to us and just tell us what you think and we hope you tell your friends and your family and your loved ones and your
1: mom and the people and, who like pinot noir and the
0: people who like a good bargain and, uh, and
1: uh, month end. That's month's right. End. That's right. Month and 10. so, oh, and close goes really the it.
0: month's end. <laughs> and so, again, thanks for listening to us, and we'll see you next time. And as we like to say, life is short, so stop drinking shitty wine. Ciao, ciao. Bye.
1: Always drink too much. Always drink too much. Always